Hello, hello, it's Jacob Hill with GRC Academy. Today I'm here with Mr. Jonathan Fisher. Jonathan, how are you today? I'm doing pretty good this morning. How are you? Good, good. I'm doing very well. Thank you for coming on today. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started? Yeah, absolutely. I came into the cybersecurity world and the GRC world after doing 20 years in the military within Army Aviation Maintenance. So as far as what my background before in technology was really having a laptop and being able to push buttons, I had a little bit of like an admin role in some regards, managing a little bit of some unnetworked computers, but that wasn't it. I would say I really didn't have a huge technology background, especially one that would propel someone into cybersecurity. But as I was getting closer to getting out, I knew I didn't want to do aviation. I enjoyed it at the moment, but I knew that wasn't something I didn't want to keep doing moving forward into my next career. And I wanted to get into either IT or cyber or something. So I did a lot of searching, discussion with a lot of people, having informational interviews. And in the end, a few months before I was able to get out of the military, I had an opportunity to do an internship with a company that did SOC 2 audits. The CEO was an individual who was also an army officer previously. So he knew the kind of the work ethic, the background that some of us military people bring. He was excited to give me a, a chance. Really what he did was help me understand how to take the knowledge that I had from the years of being in the military, the learning and training I did, and how to effectively roll that over into a GRC role, especially as an IT auditor. So he really gave me that break. I've done two companies as an IT auditor, and I'm currently working federal contracting with the DOE. What I really am is a cyber analyst for cloud applications for that organization. That's really interesting. We always hear that IT is such a big field to get into, and then obviously cybersecurity is also big. But another term that you used is GRC, governance, risk, and compliance. How would you define GRC? I love talking to people about what GRC is. Everyone thinks that it's kind of a narrow focused and you're just really doing compliance. GRC is a three-letter acronym. There's so many different things that go into it. You know, you have governments, you have risk, you have compliance. They're all different. But the best way to, to define it, I like going to the OSEG organization because I think they really define it real well. And I'm actually going to read it just so that way I give sure. the credit to it. <laughs> They see that GRC is an integrated collection of capabilities that enable an organization to reliably achieve objectives, address uncertainty, and act with integrity. And really, you have all three of those of GRC functions in there, achieving your objectives with governance, addressing uncertainty through risk, and to act with integrity. It's like the whole purpose of what compliance is to make sure that we're doing what we're saying we're doing. You mentioned that you like to help people understand that GRC is something that they can transition into from a non-technical role and apply those risk-based assessments that they've always done into a career in GRC. How could non-technical folks get into GRC? Yeah, that's something I really have a passion for, having a non-technical background, having someone give me the break coming in and then being able to learn a lot within the GRC and even in cybersecurity, right? I don't just focus just on GRC stuff. I'm at the point now that I'm interested in learning other aspects of GRC that I was looking to get into. 
but I always look at wanting to pay that back or pay it forward and help the next generation people who are struggling to get in or who are wanting to get in. I love finding out what their background is and the things that they've done. A lot of folks within the military community, that's just the easiest way on LinkedIn. There's just a huge network of veterans, military community out there that's helping. And to me, it's easier to translate those skills just because I've been in that same situation. So I understand it compared to maybe say a doctor who's trying to transition in to IT or a lawyer. I like learning what their background is, what they've done, because in every single thing that people have done, there is some form of GRC functions. There's some form of governance, some form of risk, some form of compliance that I like to have them pull out and, and observe. We go back to what does it stand for? It's an integrated collection of capabilities to help an organization or even an individual to achieve objectives, address uncertainty, and act with integrity. Our whole life is really based around GRC principles, right? Understanding how we're going to govern ourselves, how we're going to grow ourselves up. How do we look at risk? What's our risk appetite? Am I someone who is going to love doing extreme sports or not? If I do extreme sports, what are some of those precautions I'm going to take into effect? I'm not going to go out on a dirt bike with no helmet, no, no body protection and go on some crazy courses. I think even professionals, they understand that risk appetite. So, you know, they're able to understand, to bring those paths experiences into it, help them understand how they can apply that into GRC, right? I've been able to even help people who work in medical billing. Do you understand what HIPAA is? Of course. Yeah, they understand it. Great. Now you have a good leg up to understand how compliance works in your industry and moving forward, you're able to use that. GRC is not just a small little piece of cybersecurity. That's what I thought when I first came in. One thing I loved about OSAG is a better understanding that GRC actually takes into a larger aspect of the business and the organization with cyber being a decent chunk of that. I used to have that mentality that you have cyber with GRC as this little pie slice of it when it's actually the opposite. So it's not just focus in cybersecurity alone, granted. There is a huge piece of compliance and risk and governance that go into. That's awesome. I really appreciate your perspective because I started out in IT and cybersecurity, you know, oriented stuff and then moved into compliance. So hearing it from this perspective is really very interesting. How would you recommend people start if they want to learn, if they want to make that career shift? The first, I think, is understanding what GRC is and how they can apply it, right? Kind of what we talked about. So the next big thing, I think, is to understand different frameworks, figure out which one's the best to get started in, which one makes the most sense. There's SOC 2, there's ISO 27001. There's even more if we want to go more into the privacy policy stuff. ISO 27701 is another huge one. If you want to get into the federal government, you got the NIST framework to understand, the RMF. So understand what framework you want to go into. If you want to stay in medical, start understanding what HIPAA is and how you can apply that. It just helps make that transition a little bit easier because then you can understand the medical side, what the doctors are thinking when they push back against the the cybersecurity and GRC principles, you at least have a better understanding of that. If I wanted to get back into aviation on a GRC course, I at least now have a better knowledge of what aviation is, how the industry works. When I'm going to be talking to these aviation professionals that don't have cybersecurity background, I can understand where they're coming from and being able to work on that. Understanding that for the most part, 
I would say the best framework to really kind of get started with is probably going to be the SOC 2. It's very basic. You have five categories to look at, and it really expands to a whole bunch of different areas. And from there, then you can start delving into different aspects. You can delve into NIST to understand a little bit more. It's very beefy. So I'd say get a good understanding of the kind of the basic cybersecurity control principles out there. So that way, when you get into something bigger like NIST, you can understand it a little bit more. What I really like about these different standards, NIST, ISO, is that they provide guidance and they provide a framework on how to do all of this. For folks looking to transition into GRC, there's all kinds of guidance available. Becoming an expert, it'll take a few years, but the guidance is there. I think that's really important. Yeah, I agree. And the big thing there is understanding not only what the controls are, but how to implement it. You know, ISO 27001 is a standard. You have ISO 27002 to tell you how to implement this control. Yeah, it's all very helpful. What types of resources do you point people to when you're talking to them about transitioning? I love pointing them towards resources to learn. You know, if your past experience hasn't involved those specific GRC roles, you need to have a starting point to learn. So that way, when you are in a job interview, when you are talking with people, you at least can talk the lingo. So one of the resources I've mentioned before is OSEG. Reach out to them. They do have an all-access pass that you can pay to be able to get all the resources, but you also can do a free membership and you don't have to pay anything and you're able to get most of their resources for free. And what's their website? So it's oceg.org. If you have the ability to do LinkedIn learning, go on there and learn a framework. Just type in SOC 2, ISO 27001, NIST 800-53. You can probably even just type in GRC and see what comes up and just start learning from some of these professionals. Check out your website at the GRC Academy for those who really want to start learning more about the, the NIST framework and about CMMC. You have some good materials there at the GRC Academy. So I definitely would recommend people going in and doing that. I will say that LinkedIn has been an awesome resource for me. Just following what's happening with CMMC, it's an amazing platform. It really is because you can get a hold of attorneys who are experts in the field and get their opinions. You can get a hold of all these different experts of whatever competency. It's really amazing. Excellent learning tool. Absolutely. And I would say, don't be afraid to jump on there and do it. Reach out, connect with people. I think out of the three years or so that I've been on the platform, there might be a handful of times where people haven't responded to me. But for the most part, when I reach out to someone and especially mention, hey, I'm interested to learn about what you're doing. I see you're in this field. I would love to take some time just to talk with you to understand your day, what it's like being in that role. And that's for GRC. That could be as a SOC analyst, as a pen tester, as a lawyer, if you want. You don't have to just focus it in, in the cyber, but whatever you're interested to do, get into that platform and network. And don't be afraid to talk to people. Don't be afraid to put yourself out there and even share your perspectives on stuff, right? Start looking at articles, share it on LinkedIn. Put your perspective on it, show the interest. Even if I had questions, I'm studying for a certification and I'll understand the principle. Went on LinkedIn and asked people, got perspective yeah. on it. Show people that you're interested in this type of industry or whatever industry you want to go into and start networking. People will see, notice it and you'll start growing that network. That's what I did coming in. Yeah, that's great advice. Can you talk to us about some of the success stories that you've seen of folks transitioning into GRC from non-technical roles? 
Yeah. I mean, besides my own that we just talked about, there's lots of others. When I started my internship, there was another individual that was brought on as an intern, not technical, not even military. You know, the CEO just blasted out there on LinkedIn saying, hey, we wanted to intern for what we've listed as a GRC engineer, but really an IT auditor role. And she came on pretty much the same day as I did. It was great because we worked together, helped each other learn and understand. And she just has blasted off in her career. She was very shy at the beginning because one, it was new to her. We're both learning together. So we'd both be sharing resources, understanding. We talk a lot, but I also helped encourage her to get more vocal, to have a lot more confidence. And over the year or so that we worked together, she grew so much and now she is, has moved on into a, a, another role, moving towards that senior GRC, senior auditor role with another company. And it's, it's just been awesome to see someone who came in not understanding anything when we first started talking. SOC 2 is confusing at the beginning because one, you have a SOC 1, which deals with financial audits. And then you have the SOC 2, which deals with the cybersecurity auditing and controls. But within that, you have a type 1 and a type 2. So it was very jumbling for both of us at the beginning. And we would always be tripping over ourselves, trying to know which one we were talking about. And to see her now, 18 months later or so, I feel like she's becoming one of those emerging leaders within the GRC auditing world. It's been awesome. I think right now she's working for a CPA firm as one of their auditors there. Other examples, some military people that I have coached and mentored, being able to see them move into different cybersecurity roles. I just talked to one the other day. He's getting ready to get out in July. I've been working with him for probably the last six months or so. We've just connect and talk to see how things are going. But I've seen him grow in not knowing where to go in the field of cybersecurity, except that he wants to get into it. To now he's focused into kind of GRC area and anything within that. Me and him have gone through the training at OSEG together. And right now he's doing an internship with the cybersecurity company, more focused on the business side. So again, as we talked what GRC is, right, it's not just being an auditor. It's not just being a third party assessor or a compliance officer or anything like that. It goes in to so much of the organization and to see the fact that where he's at, where the CEO only wanted him to work like 10 hours a week, not really much, but now has given him a whole bunch of work with a good perspective of being able to come on full-time once he's done with his military time at the end of July is just awesome to see him like that. Shortly after we're done here, I'm going to have a networking call and a mentorship call with another individual who's looking to transition to GRC and cyber. You know, I love the ability to reach back and talk with people and to see some of the success that they're having, whether I'm having an impact on them or not. I just want to see people have a dream, have focus and being able to achieve it. Yeah. Yeah. Love to see it. What advice would you give folks who are thinking about making that career shift into GRC? Just do it. Don't wait. Don't think you can't do it. Don't listen to maybe all the naysayers or as they say, gatekeepers on LinkedIn or anywhere else where they say you can't make it. You can. It could be a tough road at times and a lot is going to be self-inflicted. I know I struggled many times when I first started out wondering if this is the right path that I'm going on. And I can safely say 18 months after I transitioned from the military, I feel successful where I'm at and still learning and growing. So always be willing to learn, connect with people, especially with hiring managers, let them understand that even though maybe you don't have that background, that you can learn, that you do have something that can point towards GRC roles. I feel that's a little bit of an easier pathway to get into the cybersecurity world compared to other avenues like a SOC analyst or a pen tester. 
still possible, but I feel like GRC is a good entry point and you just need to keep learning, learn the next framework, learn the next tool that's coming up and bright, shiny thing that people are wanting to learn, become a good subject matter expert in this field and continue to grow, learn what SOC analysts do. How you can go back into your background, Jacob, understanding IT in general, right? Understand what networking is, you know, how to read those reports. Because guess what? You don't have to be fully technical in this field, but you should have at least some knowledge. If you're an auditor, you're probably going to get a report from a command line or something that an individual is going to submit for evidence. If you don't understand how the command line puts out its responses, you might struggle. So understand it. You don't have to be an expert, but you at least need to understand how you can review some of this stuff. Something that I would mention as well is that there's very few people out there, if any, that know it all. From my perspective, Jonathan, he knows a whole lot more about sock than I do because I've been in the NIST world for so long. I've never been exposed to it. Everyone contributes to a team and you don't have to know it all to get into it. Yeah, absolutely not. I think the biggest thing is showing that you're willing to learn. That's been my success so far is my willingness to learn, to continue to grow. I won't say I'm certification hunting out there, but I look at what is applicable to my field, what can help me grow as a professional, not just within GRC, but just as a business professional itself, because you're always going to take kind of those experiences that you learn and put it in there, right? Does a cybersecurity professional really need to understand what PMP is? No, you'll probably never see it on a job posting for a cybersecurity professional role, but understanding what PAP is, you can take those aspects, those foundational learning points and find a way to put it into your professional life. And same with any other certification out there. The last thing I'll mention is that these frameworks all overlap because they're all based on cybersecurity best practices. So if you have a, a NIST background or a SOC background or an ISO background, I would say it's transferable to the others. You just have to learn the nuances of how they implement and how they do it in their world. But I believe it's transferable. There's lots of overlap. Oh, absolutely. Every framework is going to look at how are you doing access control? How are you protecting the data transit at rest? What are some of the measures that you put for redundancy and backup and disaster recovery? There might be some little nuances for each one, right? I know SOC and ISO, they like to focus on kind of the business aspect overall. You know, having that basic IT security control understanding will make it so you can go into each framework and at least have a good understanding of where it's coming from, how to get started. And then you just learn the little nuances for each one. Excellent. Where can people find you, Jonathan? Best place I would say is on LinkedIn, John Fisher 11 on LinkedIn, or just go on there and look for Jonathan Fisher. The guy that right now has the beard. <laughs> just continuing to network military veterans. They can find me on a platform called Veterati. I believe there's a link on my LinkedIn that shows how to get into that. If not, just reach out to me and I'd be happy to share it. Awesome. Thank you so much for being on today. I really appreciate your time. Yeah, I appreciate the time being here and talking about how people can kind of get into this world. 